0: It takes a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. We're three
1: hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family, and faith.
2: Join our familia as we learn together, laugh, and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations. Welcome to A Little Mass.
0: Hola familia, welcome to episode 34. We're almost there. We're almost to a year. Yeah. 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 Interesting. coming up quickly.
2: I know. Can you believe it? Man. We've been doing this for a whole year, guys. That's crazy. That's pretty awesome. Well, we haven't been doing it for a full year yet. Oh. <laughs> but I did I say we are yeah, almost <laughs> I think Except you we, said
0: we've been doing it for a year. We've been doing it for a whole year, guys. <laughs> or did you say almost at the end? I don't I mean, know. well, in all fairness, we've been talking about it for a full year now, officially. Oh, that's yeah. true. So I think we oh, started right. kind of formatting and planning everything um in like May yeah before or so to say when we're gonna launch our first that's true episode yeah it kind
2: of it kind of reminds me of um that episode of The Office where uh, Jim is going to get married to Pam, mm-hmm. and then Michael's all, my, Michael's like, "It's midnight! Yeah,
0: you're married!"
2: <laughs> and he's like, "It doesn't work that way." <laughs> so my reaction to it, I was hearing you guys say, "It's we're all coming up a year," and I was like, "We've been doing this for a year." Kind of reminded me of in, that yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. almost, almost. So we'll have to do something special. We will. Yep. Thank you, familia, for you know, and our familia that we've gained along the way too. Oh yeah. Just, um, Making us a part of your of your family and your everyday mm-hmm. listening, like mm-hmm. it's been awesome. You know, we love doing this. Yes. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. well, welcome. And if you guys hear a little extra noise in the background, that's because we have two little ones roaming around here. We do <laughs> today.
2: We are watching babies as we are recording podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: all the thumping and banging—that's
2: my son. Yeah. <laughs> Won't mind too and mine's also helping oh okay you know, <laughs> she's enabling she, she's showing them where everything's at so it's fine <laughs> all the best spots
0: okay so I don't know if this popped up in your feeds or not guys but there's a lot of changes going on and I don't know if it pops up because I I follow a lot of like mommy mm-hmm. stuff or uh-huh. parent stuff but there's a couple of articles that came up and I think maybe and I talked about one of them yeah and it's about you know how schools are getting rid of the analog clocks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and I, I love me some analog clocks. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I think one are nice when it comes to the decor. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But also I like that you know when I glance over I have to kind of figure think. out quickly you yeah. know, okay what time is it. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know the big hand is here the little hand is there. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yes. Or vice versa. And I like seeing the second hand me like too. I like me knowing too. when it's about to turn you know.
0: Yeah, because I'm like okay. Um, like if you're like timing something, mm-hmm. if you want to know how long you've been working on a task, mm-hmm. yeah. you go off with of the second hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And say, so, okay, this is when I started. All right, so I'm doing good on my time. <laughs> but yeah, the article was talking about, you know, some schoolers getting rid of them. And I think Salim said that it was not necessarily here in the U.S. Right, no,
1: no. So the, the article you're talking about, Evie, um, made specific mention to the fact that this is happening in the U.K. Mm-hmm. So in the U.K., um, according to Telegraph, some of the schools are reportedly removing analog clocks and replacing them with digital ones because some of the students are having trouble telling the time. And I thought,
0: well, teach them. Exactly. That's I'm I'm thinking tell them, like, yeah, they're going oh my to school. Goodness. They, you should, they should learn this there. I remember having worksheets yes. in school where it's like, what exactly. time is it? Yes. Oh, it's 531. Yes. You know? and, and that's what's so interesting because I know my
1: daughter, she's in the first grade, and she's getting worksheets. And they do this. Cute little thing where, like, she'll have the worksheets and the analog clock is—it's um, got the numbers, but it doesn't have the hands. The mm-hmm. small clock. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have the hands—the small hand and the larger mm-hmm. hand and the second hand, mm-hmm. right? So they are teaching her. What they'll do is they'll take a clock and they'll have like a paper clip, mm-hmm. and she has to have her pencil. She sticks the lead of her pencil through the paper clip mm-hmm. and flicks it, almost as if it were like a, a spinner. Oh, okay, yeah. And wherever it lands. She has to tell that time. I
2: feel like I did that when I was yeah. It's so cool. We
1: just did it. We had like a back to school night or something, and that's one exercise that we did together to teach us that that's how they're learning. Mm -hmm. And so she'll have you know where she has to fill them in and make her own. And I'm like, I love that she's learning that because she's constantly having to use her her little brain.
0: You know, I'm
1: like, I just feel like it's a cop out to be like, let's just make it
0: easy. You just look at it, you know what the number is. Yeah, like just bypass. I know maybe it's not this big significant thing, Mm -hmm. I just feel like as as um time's progressing you know kind of not intended <laughs> <laughs> but you know as i kind of progressing like there's little things that maybe we learned when we were younger mm-hmm. that it's like they're no longer gonna learn i know like i think cursive was one of those yes. things also that they're like yeah. well they don't need it anymore i get it with the computers and everything but wouldn't it just be nice yes. to
2: be able yes. to you know handwrite yes. something well then that's the thing i think it gets really difficult because like for instance um one of the schools that i taught at uh, they were really adamant from a young age up until the high school level to not have the students um, use iPads to take notes and mm-hmm. stuff, or have their laptops out. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other schools are kind of moving towards it. Oh yeah, that. we of have course. Chromebooks
1: in all the public schools. Yeah, well, and that's
2: the thing. Like, like they do have Chromebooks and everything, and they mm-hmm. have computer class and all of that. Mm-hmm. But they just felt like it's best for the students to still take handwritten I notes. like that. And they on their website they'll have like all these studies that show how it really helps them developmentally mm-hmm. and with yes. their brain activity right. to actually write the notes you know Mm -hmm. down with you know by hand Mm -hmm. and I know one of my old supervisors she was um, she used to teach penmanship uh, for third graders Mm -hmm. when she was a teacher and she was so she was so adamant and so passionate about still teaching children um, good penmanship and Mm -hmm. how to hold their pen correctly or their pencil you know and learning cursive and it's so true you know Mm -hmm. we're we're losing out on those things again it's so hard because while we have other devices that are not making things easier Um, I, I, I do want my child to be able to, you know, actually write
0: and and read legibly
2: and be able. Yeah, I agree.
1: I agree. A hundred percent. I, and it does make, you know, what's sad is it makes me sad. It makes me sad because I feel like we're losing a piece of that. Yes. And while I think technology is amazing, it's incredible Uh and it's helped us quite a bit Mm right you know I I still feel like it doesn't replace knowing how to do that on your own right we should know how to do it on our own once we've mastered that then okay get a little help here and there Mm -hmm. from you know some kind of an electronic device but Not instead of,
2: yeah, right. And I feel like
0: we're just so reliant on technology that what would we do without it? Let's just say it just comes down to one of those things where technology gets wiped out completely, Mm -hmm. and you have scores of young kids that don't know how to do anything outside of technology
2: or or how to entertain themselves. And I mean, I'm just speaking to myself because I've realized that I will, you know. Like we always joke that we're always reading all these different articles, and I do, mm-hmm. but it's because it's so easily accessible on my yeah, phone. And true. so in my downtime, I'm doing that, or I'm doing something that involves mm-hmm. me having to use technology on my downtime. Right. That I've, I, as you were saying that, Evie, I was wondering, like, what would I do? Like how would you get that information? How? Yeah. Or how would I even function? Like, I feel yes. like I would just, I'd be like, oh, there's nothing to do. Yeah.
0: Well, I know, like as a parent, I know one of the things, like my husband and I have been, where I've been like talking to my husband about is, okay, mm-hmm. yes. We have phones and iPads and and our son has access, has access to all kinds of stuff, right? Cause it's in our home. Yeah. You know, and he sees us on it. So what we try to do is when we're sitting down for dinner, or for lunch or whatever, any mm-hmm. meals, we we don't have any devices yeah. there because we don't want him to get accustomed to that and think, okay, well this is normal life. Mm-hmm. You know, having moms on on her phone, dads on his phone, I'm on, you know, yeah. my yeah. own thing. I just no. we don't want that. Plus, also, I had read this article a while back about you know. Not having to, it, not relying on entertaining them when they get fussy with mm-hmm. your phones oh, or yeah. the iPad. Big time. And I felt like I was starting to go that route. Mm-hmm. And so but it's so hard, I have to over- you know, have to because it.
2: the thing is, like, I, I'm the same way. Like, I don't like using my phone. Mm-hmm, but there mm-hmm. are times, like, I, I just need to get out of the grocery store. Yeah. Just give me these last yeah. 10 minutes and we will be out of here. Yeah. Where, you know, and we were talking about this in the past mm-hmm. episode, why I was so sad that they were taking off her favorite show off of <laughs> yeah. Netflix, mm-hmm. because that was my one little te- here's a 10 minute bit. Mm-hmm. Just give mommy a chance yeah. to just think through, push right. us out.
0: Which is fine. It's a, it was, I think this article was more talking about the moment a kid got fussy here. Oh yeah, 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 I see. You know, instead of trying to power this through This is like it, my last resort. Yeah. Trying to power through it and say, okay, you know, let's, get, have, let's find another way to entertain ourselves. Uh-huh. And that's the thing I I started thinking that we were trying little by little we were starting to get more to that. Okay, here. Yeah. Right, right away. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, no, we can't. We have to learn how to how to maneuver the situation a different way. Mm-hmm. And then worst case scenario, we'll pull out the big guns. Yeah. <laughs> we'll pull out the big tablets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so I think that I find that interesting. I know maybe for some people they might be like, Oh, who cares? They're just analog clocks. Yeah. I just think like it, it's kind of it's it's Significant in a way, because it's pointing or showing us how or where we're going as a society. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what?
1: For me, I really do equate it to like,
0: I've read studies on how um,
1: things like Sudoku or am I saying that or? Sudoku, Sudoku or Sudoku. yeah, yeah. Um, crossword puzzles mm-hmm. um, brain teasers yes. those kinds of things keep your mind active and awake mm-hmm. it's exercising your brain right right and it helps prevent things like dementia later on in life mm-hmm. because you're constantly using so people who love to do word puzzles anything like that that's kind of a strategy game right helps a lot you know chess checkers whatever and for me I'm like Something as simple as an analog clock, which I know isn't simple for most people, at least not for our kids that are growing up now, Um, it's important because of the fact that it does make you have to think. Mm -hmm. It makes your brain have to do that quick, like, split second, oh, wait, oh, no, that's the time, Mm -hmm. instead of just, oh, I look at the numbers, and I know what it is. And you're kind of doing math
0: as you're doing it, because you have to
1: figure, okay, if it's on the one, okay, one times five. Yes. (laughs) I just figure it's a way to keep my mind active, awake, Uh and thinking. And yeah. so that's why I like it. That's why I'm such an advocate for yeah. analog clocks is because I'm like, if I can prevent something like, you know, a memory issue later down the road mm-hmm. by doing these simple things, why not do right. that? You right, know. So that's, that's where I'm at. And that's how, it makes me sad. It really does. I'm like, oh,
2: it's just so sad. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, um, we were also looking at this... One article about just things that kids are gonna miss out on. Oh yeah, they we never experience. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and I mean first of like, now you're not gonna know what analog clocks are. <laughs> oh <Or> no. <laughs> but there's like more stuff, like taking a driving
0: test. Right. Yeah, the article was talking about um that that um, they may never experience a driving test because now that they're testing out all these um, self-driving cars, uh-huh. there might not need a There might That's not be a need well. to have to go to the DMV. But
2: didn't. what well, who was it? Was it Google or was it Uber? Remember, didn't they stop that whole program like here in California because of be- that accident? Yeah, they,
0: they did. You're right. So I don't know. Again, this article is a little older. Uh-huh. I just thought it'd be neat to kind of look and see. Yeah, because some of the things that came possibly this. Could I mean, be. it
2: still might happen.
0: They might work out and So I think there was a, there was just an accident up in San Jose or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because the way the technology is, it, it reads the lines on the, um, the lanes. Yeah. And for some reason, they were doing construction work. Mm-hmm. And so the car read the lane wrong. And Ooh. so the, the car ended up um, crashing into some barricade. Oh. and um. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I
2: will never trust yeah. self-driving cars. I'm sorry.
0: I don't even trust when I'm doing calculations. I don't even trust my Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> I still go in and double check it. it. No, but that's what I'm saying.
2: Or like sometimes when you're like, I mean, it's hard to trust people when they drive you. And now you're going to make me trust like this, you know, yeah. automatic car. Well, But, yeah. but from what I understand they have, the, you, you have the option of overriding it. So let's like, <laughs>
0: say that, but still, you know, I mean... <laughs> yeah. it's still you're giving too much power to this but Mm -hmm. see and that's
2: the thing the uber on the udo uh, (laughs) 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 the uber um uh, self-driving car they thought they had kind of covered all the bases because Mm -hmm. they have a backup driver but Mm -hmm. that backup driver was Was, on his phone he He wasn't paying (laughs) attention yeah
0: and that's the thing is now you have to make sure well think about it when we have our own cars we're driving them ourselves how many people are not distracted. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: That is scary for real, Evie. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You
0: have all the control.
2: Yes. No, I see it all the time. When people too. on their phones. And, yeah. yeah. Me too. And it's one of my big things is I do not I do not like being on my phone. Don't be on your phone mm-hmm. when you're driving. It's. Mm-hmm. It, I know like that whole like AT&T slogan, you know, it's not mm-hmm. worth it. It really isn't. No, mm-hmm. it's not. You see like you hear and read about these tragic stories about... How someone was on their phone and they crashed into, you know, mm-hmm. these people. And, and it's just, it ruins yeah, life. It takes yeah. a split second. Yeah. And I'll be like, I'll, even if I'm stopped at like a red light and someone just automatically is on their phone, on their Instagram. No, i like, Why? I've been on yeah, the freeway. Me too. And people are,
0: are hardcore. Like, it's not even like a second. Like, even, No, oh nothing is worth it. Okay. Yeah. Even if it's last for a second. Okay. So even if it's just for a second, it's not worth it. So um, when I drive with my husband, I, I like to, you know, people watch. So one time we were driving and um there was this car next to us right mm-hmm. and there was this girl on her phone and she was glancing she glanced down it for a quite significant amount oh of my time gosh. and i'm just thinking like oh my god we're right next to you i told my husband to speed up and get out of the way <laughs> <laughs> that's scary yeah. i don't oh know my why my people gosh. do that i don't either i want to have like something like a sign or something that tells them Hey, I saw you right through the window. I don't
2: know, but I'm just like, come on. I'm on the road with you as well. You know who's so great at being accountable is um, our cousin Janet, because she um, so our cousin, she has like this automatic message that Mm -hmm. will be sent out if you message her Mm -hmm. that will say like, I'm driving. I can't answer right Mm -hmm. now, but I'll, I'll message you back
0: you know Ooh, nice. yeah
2: and I'm like dang girl you you do you doing the work for all of us that's wonderful <laughs> like I need to figure out how to put that on my yeah, boat exactly when I'm driving. Yeah. because it's great we can even yeah.
1: hit her up and ask her uh-huh.
2: yeah <laughs> yeah it's amazing wow. but so um going back to this whole thing right about mm-hmm. how kids won't be able to take a driving test it's yeah like Evie said it was because of that you know we have all these now self-driven cars mm-hmm. that maybe be the future and so they may never know what it's like to mm-hmm. have to take a driving but test, but that's
0: like such a rite of passage, you know. It is because, like, I, I, at least I remember for me. Mm-hmm. I think it was true for you guys as well. Yeah, um, you couldn't wait mm-hmm. to get your permit. Mm-hmm. Like I remember the moment I turned 15 and a half, I was at yeah. the DMV. I was like, "I'm oh, ready yeah, for my permit. Me too. <laughs> I did the class. Yeah, classes, yeah I just waited until I was
2: eighteen. You did? Yeah, I did. No, you didn't. <laughs> I really? did. remember. I got it. I got it. Like with, I got. I took my test that Monday. I got my um driver's license that friday because i was 18 and have to wait all the months you know and was ready to go to college wow <laughs> i was no, fine I with think that.
1: too i know in my case it was more out of necessity too because that was mom and dad working full-time i was the one that would take because evie by then you were in college mm-hmm. so like i got mine at 15 and a half but I wasn't in college at no, 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 I know, I know, I know. No, 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 no. no. I, I got mine. Like- no, no, no. I got it at 15 and a half. But I'm saying where I, where it came out of necessity was once cuz I graduated high school at 17, mm-hmm. right? So my junior year I'm 16. And so I was having to drive all the kids, I remember, like senior year I would drive them all to school. Mm-hmm. I'd come back and I would cook dinner, you know, for the family and stuff. So it was one of those things where mm-hmm.
2: you had to do it. I had
1: to. Yeah. yeah. But I was I remember being really excited about it and when I was 15 and a half, before I had the responsibility yeah. of taking everyone to school, um,
0: was like, you know, oh my gosh, I, am legit, I can do this, I can drive. It was Even like one of those, those yeah, it was one of those milestones, you know, yeah. like you have the contienna, next thing was then we were driving, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and, and then, then, then I, you get married. I'm just <laughs> oh my god, yeah. no, and then you know, was your graduation uh-huh. or turning 18, whichever, wherever it fell on yeah. <laughs> that timeline. Unfortunately for me, it fell after I graduated, which kind of stunk. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> see, I was 18. Your before, senior? Year.
2: Yeah, I graduated. Yeah, no, me nice. too. Mm. I I graduated at seventeen, and then that summer. Yeah. <laughs> See, and I I I was before the time that like, if you turned eighteen, mm-hmm. you were for sure allowed to sign your own, mm-hmm. um, you know,
0: nice. uh, papers
2: or whatever. You felt all and, types
0: of grown, and, huh? Hey, yeah, right. must be nice. No wonder she could wait until she was eighteen. Yeah, for she a that's it.
2: good. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like I remember, um, maybe like the last two weeks of school or something like that. I signed myself out, and I was like, look. I got something to do. I That must have been so much fun, though. It was. I and couldn't now, do that. Now I hear from kids that they don't let you do that anymore. Wow. Yeah, even if you're eighteen, like you still have to have a parent or whatever, like send you out of class. I'm like, what? that's weird because at that point you hold adult. educational rights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's weird. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, but so there was that one. Another one was going to a traditional college. Yeah. Right. That now college may not look the way that it looks now.
0: It might not be a four year college anymore. It might be like a six month course that you take.
2: But I mean, college already looks different even now, like with online courses, you know, true now, like, for instance, the the university I graduated from, they um, they have purposefully like um, a whole segment where the online students walk and get their degrees, Mm
1: -hmm, you know, and I
2: remember it was like a new notion to take online courses when I was in school. It was like, really? Like, who wants to do that? And mm-hmm. now there's colleges just for that. If you just have time for online courses. Yeah. And well, yeah, and it's geared a towards class. a professional
1: who works full time. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like you can only do what you can do. Yeah. But I wouldn't trade my college experience for the world. I mean, I that was like some of the best times in my life. Like it's, going in physically. Yeah. Going in physically, being able
2: to dorm. Yeah. The whole experience of it all for me
1: but was I think really good. I think it's
2: different for like, let's say someone just, you know, someone just can't. You know? Yeah, no, or, that's true. Or that's they're true. in a different phase of their life. But yeah. also
0: keep in mind the landscape of the world has changed completely. Yeah. You went to school prior to Facebook oh, yeah. and Instagram, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, true. where, where cat rooms Back were just, when we had MySpace. Yeah, no. You <laughs> well, remember if cat rooms were just, you know, were all the rage? Yeah, and that was, that no, was the that's most. True, that's you true. Had. That's right. I remember that. You know, so now I think with the kids and even like this frustration of the cost of education possibly it it might make more sense to just go and get one degree in something that's just specialized and forget mm-hmm. all the general eds. Yeah. You
2: know? See, well, if true. i didn't yeah. if i didn't need to be in a in a physical classroom like i feel like i'm one of those learners that just does well in a physical classroom. I do too. If i didn't need that, i would probably consider doing online courses because it is cheaper and you mm-hmm. can go to like really good schools mm-hmm. and they won't cost you as much as oh, if yeah. you had to go to their physical classes well doesn't
0: like apple have like an apple university i mean of course you don't walk off with a degree but you can go in and study and mm-hmm. grab courses from like harvard or wherever and just like learn whatever you want i think that's the thing is everything's just changing There's so much information readily mm-hmm. accessible
2: mm-hmm. see but that's one good thing about technology i was thinking yes. because now i don't have to audit a course at harvard and have right. to go there like right. i could do it through apple university mm-hmm. you know or apple u or whatever it's called
0: Right, and yeah, I think that's I think we kind of said that, you know again, I'm not against technology, I love technology, I love <laughs> me some technology,, uh-huh. but I feel like we are straying away from some some
2: um core values yeah. or some you know get some of the more tangible stuff right. yeah one of the other ones that they had was clothes shopping oh yeah that That's was sure. <laughs> yeah i can definitely see that happening <laughs> and I, like i've said before guys i love to go into some racks <laughs> <I don't. laughs> you know i do i love going into clothes mm-hmm. racks and finding my little clearance i i have tried to purchase clothes online mm-hmm. And I think I'm getting better. Like, I at like a one store, you know, right. because I've purchased enough clothes from that one that store where I know the clothes. It, yeah. But I still don't trust doing it at other stores because the sizes are just always so different. Right.
1: That's that's my whole issue too. And and I do as much as I don't like to have to walk into a store mm-hmm. and look around. I would prefer to do it from home. But mm-hmm. the p- the part of it that I do like that no internet site, even though you give me the measurements and I can go measure mm-hmm. myself and mm-hmm. check how you know what you know how ever the measurement is for my arm or whatever mm-hmm. or my leg or my waist or whatever um it's just not the same as actually going into the shop trying it on in a fitting room and looking does it fit in all the right places or not yeah
2: i right. love that
1: and so that's the one piece while i do like and i'm not gonna lie i mean i i have been guilty of buying things online you know clothing and stuff like that right. but sometimes it's tough because even if i get the measurement and i've measured myself and the
0: measurement seem know. to be right it's still it's off by little
2: right. well but one of the ways that they're saying was. Now they're going to be 3D printed, Right. It's clothing. not going to be
0: online shopping. It's going to be, you're going to buy a 3D printer and you're just going to buy the template. or the, Oh, like heck the, no. And you're going to print your clothes out. Uh-huh. Oh <laughs> my crazy? goodness. Yeah. yeah. So all you have to buy now is a design. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That's it. That is something else. And this is the director of engineering at Google that's talking about that. That's what he foresees in the future. And I mean, think about it. We already have 3D printers. So the technology is there. It's just how do we get it to print clothes?
2: Yeah. Right now, wow. it's like a,
0: a plastic type stuff, uh-huh. right? I mean, you don't want to be wearing plastic. Yeah, no. <laughs> no. I,
2: and I think some of them can print some type of textile oh, really? material. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It just wow. depends on the
2: type of printer that you have, you know? Mm-hmm it's true everything's just becoming so easily accessible like have you guys seen that one machine that will fold your clothes for you yeah yeah it, it's like it now it'll be like a in addition to now you buy you know your washer your dryer <laughs> and, <folder>. and yeah <laughs> the clothes true. folder Amazing. yeah and i'm like you know what i'm not gonna lie yeah, if they get it to like it, a, yeah. a good price i might just buy one <laughs> <laughs> wow that is something else this is true um what about like living in only one reality And this reminds me of the Office episode where (laughs) Dwight, you know, because there's a program called Second Life, Uh and I think it's still big, right? I don't know. I don't know.
0: When it came out, I remember everybody would talk about it. But wasn't
2: Bitcoin, like, big in Second Life? And Bitcoin is huge. Bitcoin is huge. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know if they still use it in Second Life or not. but I don't even know what Second Life okay, is. Okay, so Second Life <laughs> is this reality <laughs> program, right? Mm-hmm. Where you create, like, it's like Sims. You yeah. ever played oh. Sims? No,
0: I've never played it. But, but like, I've heard of it. But and I've somehow, seen it. you were able, like, the money that you acquired there was able to be transferred. Into
2: real money. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so like if you bought real estate there it mm-hmm. was actually worth something it wasn't uh, just like yeah. me no building up a mansion sims yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <The> heck? <laughs> and you and other and it became like this this you know um this other universe, really. Right. A real universe, like where there were real people. People would actually wake up, oh, get I on their don't computers, like and I do they not like when to that. work mm-hmm. in this program called Second Life. Like their their real lives were there. People have fallen in love oh in my Second Life. Goodness. Yeah, I was watching I this know, one, that's freaky. Let me tell you, I was watching this one documentary, right? A long time <laughs> mm-hmm. ago, of how this couple met on Second Life and they're married in Second Life, but in real life, they've never even met. But they are a married couple. In I don't like life. That. I don't
0: like that at all. I don't like <laughs> it at all. I just don't.
2: <laughs> Something creepy about it. I don't like it.
1: It's creepy.
0: It feels like a movie. I, f- I remember watching it feels this movie creepy once. But I can't remember the name of it. Really? It I feels think, like think,
1: why can't you do this in real life? Why can't you meet someone in real life and? It's hard.
0: Sometimes. I just it's creepy. It's creepy because <laughs> so, at the end of the day, you still not married, skills.
1: but you're doing everything virtually. Uh Mm -hmm. everything happens virtually the intimacy Uh physical intimacy not just emotional but Uh wait can that happen yes (laughs) i just went to a training um for my job Mm -hmm. that was it was actually a human trafficking one Mm -hmm. and a lot of the times that is how um Mm -hmm. some of these um predators Uh you know lure their prey is through things like this oh, because then oh, all of a sudden it's like well you know gosh we're so in love well, after you've been like grooming them for right. months a year uh-huh, or whatever right you know let's meet up now for real in person mm-hmm. and it's like this 40 year old man talking to this like 16 year old girl yeah it's crazy i don't like it's like it. you
0: put your guard down I'm, yeah i remember when i would do like the whole, the whole chat rooms things i never mm-hmm. put my guard down mm-hmm. i remember talking to people and be like I live like an Australian. I'm just kidding. I didn't say that. I always I've always been so skeptical of people. Mm -hmm. And so it's interesting because even going into those chat rooms, I'd be like, no, anything could happen here. Like, I don't want to open myself up to any of that stuff. That's true. It's just creepy. I I don't
1: know. I just I think it's creepy because I know it's not real. Mm -hmm. And so you're thinking about how.
2: But but these people, they they know who they are in real life. Mm -hmm. They've just never met. Mm -hmm. but they like, they, they know how each other looks. Okay. It's just, they live so far away. Like, I think they live like on different continents, but they're married in this program. So, But at
1: what point don't you say, look, if I care about you, because obviously some connection, some emotional connection has formed Mm -hmm. enough for them to decide, Hey, let's get married in this Uh alternate universe. Okay. Why not just take the, I really like you. Let's meet up. Let's actually make this happen. But I think for in them, real this life. is
0: normal.
2: Oh my gosh, it's not. Okay, normal. how about this? How about for this? you, it's not. For them, it is. How about
0: this? In the article, the way the way that it says it's going to happen, mm-hmm. it says you know there's going to be um we'll be able to send little devices, nanobots into the brain and capillaries, and they'll provide additional sensory signals as if they were coming from your real senses. So for example. You could get together with a friend, even though you were hundreds of thousands of miles apart, mm. and take a virtual walk on a virtual Mediterranean beach and hold their hands and feel the warm spray of the moist air in your face. How do you feel crazy? about that?
2: Yeah, how do you feel about that?
0: if i'm if
1: i'm being honest i don't like it really i don't like it because the sense of okay okay i get it i get it it's a temporary fix Mm -hmm. in that moment i get to feel like i'm with you Mm -hmm. maybe you know we're hanging out together Mm -hmm. um i don't know i got to hug you because i haven't seen you in so long so that would be nice Mm -hmm. but i almost feel like maybe that's just me being pessimistic but i feel like at the end of the day i still know (laughs) it's not it didn't happen really and so i would still long and miss I, I don't know. I don't know. I
2: kind of think that's a little cool, only because, you know, we may not always live in the same area, right. and I think it will be nice for me to be like, "Hey v, let's go catch some coffee." But yet, I live miles away from you, and we'll be able to sit and get coffee. And I feel like I've tried the whole Facetime thing, and it's just never—I can't. I was I'm not. Gonna say, what's the
1: difference? I'm not a Facetime
2: person. But mm-hmm. here, I could like give her a hug and feel mm-hmm. her, you know. I think, it's connected idea, to me I think the idea of it is cool.
0: I don't like the fact that you're implant, like, you know, putting gray right, to you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think like that, that either. I think that's <laughs> what bothers me the most. I, Cause I get what you guys are saying
1: about like being able to feel that in the moment. Yeah. Like I got to hug you and, and that felt nice because maybe uh-huh. I hadn't seen you in, you know, two, three months or whatever. Yeah. That I get. And I think it's, I think that is a noble idea. Mm-hmm. I just, when I think about it, how invasive uh, it has right, to be? That, yeah, like, it would have <laughs> exactly. to be a supplement right. to like the real thing. That's where I'm like, oh, that sucks. Right. That That's my gripe with it, but I don't know. I could, that's my opinion. I don't know. What do I know? No, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. It's a valid opinion. And, and I, I agree with what you're saying. I just wanted to know how you felt about, oh, well, now it's not as a stranger, it's you know, a family, a family yeah. member yeah. A lo- yeah. that you haven't seen in such like, a long time. Yeah. So you got to yeah. imagine, like, for, you know, we're Hispanic, you know, for those families that have friends across or family members across the yeah, border that's true. that they yeah. haven't seen in years because they can't come over. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know? Maybe it's just technology
1: scares me. It, Maybe it is. This is what a little it comes scary. down to. I think it's the fear. It's fear of something that's not, that's not that I don't know mm-hmm. yeah. fear of the unknown that's kind of it makes me right. skeptical and
0: uh, uh, I don't know but, <laughs> I'll, but I'd rather do the right. phone call or the FaceTiming over that because like well now it's invasive yeah because I mean. now yeah. you
2: have something that someone else has implanted yes. in you who knows mm-hmm. how they can control that's it that's right. or that's a little scary with the,
0: the data mining and all that stuff mm-hmm. you, know, you just mm-hmm. never know you just so.
2: don't, yeah. I mean you give them an inch and they take a whole that's mile that's right you know? mm-hmm. that's right yeah so true well familia, we'll be right back with our main segment we're gonna feed our little ones and we'll be back <laughs> we're gonna take a little break Okay, familia. And so we're back from our little break. Our main segment for uh, this week is entitled Jedi Mind Tricks and Mental Health. Yeah. So Sally, explain to us a little bit. You came up with that title. I sure
1: did. Yes. I I thought I was being clever. (laughs) So like I said, uh, you know, I was mentioning to you guys earlier. It's like we we just got off of uh, this last week, May 4th. Mm -hmm. Right. Which was big Star Wars kind of thing for a lot of Star Wars fans. That's like their Star Wars day. And so we always say may the fourth be with you Mm -hmm. on that day. And so I figured this was very appropriate because of the you know, it has to do with how we think Uh um, and different things that we can say to ourselves that um, will help challenge some kind of negative internal dialogue that we might have true because that we feel better.
2: I feel like a lot of us can live within that negativity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, even just as we've been sharing throughout, um, these past episodes of how, I mean, just in mommyhood, I mean, I can only speak for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, how there are many times where I'm like, I feel guilt because of all of those negative things that I'm saying yeah. to myself. Yeah. And so I love that you bring this up, Sally, because there are ways and things that we can say or how we can change a phrase that we're saying and say something else instead mm-hmm. that can change our mentality on yeah, the situation right. or on you know this moment that I'm going through right yes, now. But
1: the thing that, that's a kicker for me is not only does changing what we say change what we think about the situation Mm -hmm. but it also contributes to what we feel Mm -hmm. and our feelings contribute to what we do so it's like this whole cycle right it's i think something and Mm -hmm. because i think that i feel a certain type of way Mm. and when i feel that thing i do something in response to that feeling because i have to i have to manage that feeling i have to try to resolve it Mm -hmm. and so i will do something based off of the thought yeah so I'm a huge proponent, you guys know, about mental health, right? And mm-hmm. I, one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about it, and I try to bring this up, is because I think it's very important to erase the stigma that, that has been created around mental health, mm-hmm. that, you know, it's like, oh, my gosh, there must be something wrong with me. The truth mm-hmm. is, no. We all have really big feelings. We have feelings we're not robots. Yeah. Right. And so things like this just, they just warm my heart, and I think it's important for us to share with our familia, right? So I came across this article that was titled seven little words and phrases I've changed to help my mental health, um, on Buzzfeed. Mm-hmm. Um, and as I was reading through it, I thought, Oh, this is so cool. And it's something that I use every day, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in, in, in my field of work, um, I use something that's called cognitive behavioral therapy. So CBT for short is what we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and really that's the study of it's understanding that our thoughts impact our feelings which then in turn impact, like I said, our behavior. And it's a cycle. So if we can change, all, every single one of us has internal dialogue. Whether you realize it or not, mm-hmm. there are things that we say to ourselves, like if say, in my mind, I had proposed I'm going to hit this goal and I don't hit it, automatically a thought comes up into my mind. So which of, what, what's my thought? Mm-hmm. So it's recognizing what that initial thought is. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's, oh, there I go again. I can never do anything right. I failed again. Why do mm-hmm. I even try? Yes. For other people, it's no big deal. I felt that something before and I and I got right up and I did it again and I was able mm-hmm. to succeed. Or it's not the end of the world, right? right. Depending on what I say to myself, I'm going to feel something. So if I say to myself, I always fail. I suck. I don't even know why I try. Chances are I'm going to feel what? What do you guys think? Maybe depressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, defeated. Right. Yeah, depressed. Um maybe angry, frustrated, whatever the case is. And when I feel those things, I do something. Everybody does something. So if I feel for example for me, when I'm, when I'm depressed, mm-hmm. I might cry, you know? I might become angry. I might become irritable. I might isolate. It's different for everybody, yeah. right? If instead of that, I say to myself, okay, and when I'm depressed, let me go back to that. When I'm depressed and I cry and I isolate, that's my behavior, right? So if I'm depressed, I do something about it. So that's cry, I isolate, whatever. Mm-hmm. If instead I say to myself, it's not the end of the world, it's no big deal, you know, um, I'll get it next time right that probably creates in me a sense of hope a sense of optimism maybe a feeling of um, i can do it you know a feeling of it's okay and if i feel like it's okay what am i gonna do chances are i'm probably gonna keep trying Mm -hmm. instead of just give up Mm -hmm. yeah so it, it really does impact us so this gentleman that wrote this article in buzzfeed Um, gives specific things that he's learned to incorporate in himself after going through his own individual therapy that have really helped. And I thought these are interesting and I'd like to share them and see kind of what you guys think about them. Okay. So the first one was, he says, I say to myself, I get to instead of I have to. Mm. Right? So his big thing was, I've made this a habit over time and noticed that it's boosted my feelings of gratitude towards everything from calling my parents to meeting friends for drinks. So I get to meet my parents and go out to dinner with them versus I have to go out with my parents, right? I get to meet with my friends instead of I have to. So it takes it
0: from being a chore to being
2: an opportunity, something that you... Oh, I love that. Yes.
0: And so that's why I I was like, this
1: is so like why it's so neat to call it Jedi Mind Tricks because it's true. Our mind is such a powerful instrument, such a powerful tool, and we don't even realize how much of an impact the things we think Mm -hmm. have on like a lot of different areas in our lives from our feelings to our behaviors Yeah. and so something like that so simple mm-hmm. just I get to instead of I have to you're right Evie it changes it from a chore to like something you can be grateful for even as I was reading I was like you know what that is so dang true sometimes I'm like oh my gosh I have to go do this now mm-hmm. oh I don't want to it's such a chore yeah. but to say to myself something like I get to make dinner for my daughter. I get to spend lunch with her. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, I have to do this every day at the same time and she's always crying, you that's know? That's true. It's like, no, I, I, I'm so blessed that I get to do this. Yeah. I mm-hmm. even have the opportunity to do this. Right. That was huge for me. I love that. Okay. Change it from a chore to an opportunity. Right, because now you go yeah. into it
0: with a different mindset. hmm So you're not going to be like, I, and as you were saying that one, I was thinking, okay, wow. Well, because, you know, sometimes yeah. you're like hanging out with friends and stuff yes. you're like, you make the plans, and you're all excited, but then when the day comes, yep. you're like, "Oh, I have to go over there now." <laughs> I know. Mm-hmm. So and so, true. yeah, but you get. But now it's like, no, I get to. I yes. get to go and see them and hang out with them. And now you don't yeah. go on negatively. It's true. It's true. So the next one is remove "should"
1: from your vocabulary. And one of the things that this gentleman says is he says, instead of saying, "I should feel better about this by now," I stop myself. He says because I know that the inevitable ending to that is, but I don't, Mm -hmm. which leads him to kind of this downward spiral of like, I'm just depressed now because I I should have been over this by now. I should have felt better and I don't. Right. So he says, instead of saying that, I said, I sit here and I kind of just wonder and I explore and I ask myself, Hey, why don't I feel better about this? Mm -hmm. You know? So it's more of a, like, it's, it's more about trying to learn and identify like, huh, is there something maybe I'm still holding on to that hasn't allowed me Mm, to move on versus like, hello, there must be something wrong with you because you haven't been able to get over this. Mm -hmm. Right. Which for me, I thought that's also very powerful. You know, it's kind of just, and it's funny because it's hard for most people because it's a subtle change in what you say to yourself. Mm -hmm. It's, it's not saying, you know, being unrealistic, like, no, everything's perfect because Mm -hmm. it's not, but it's changing one small word sometimes, maybe just a phrase. So for him, it was just like, instead of saying I should, I should be doing these things. I should be, you know, whatever. It's, huh, why don't I?
0: So it's Mm -hmm. more like questioning yourself and asking if that makes any sense. And really looking into and seeing, okay, what's the root of the issue? Yeah. Mm,
1: Yeah. Yeah. Number three was um, ask. What if it works out instead of what if it doesn't? Oh,
2: See,
0: and I'm, That's I'm the other one way one around all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: I'm always like, but I want to know the negative first. Like, me what too. is it? What if it doesn't work out?
0: Yeah, and know? plan from there. Like, yes. plan from the worst case. I'm always like that with my husband, I'm, and he knows me like that already. And yeah. I, I always plan for the worst case scenario. Like when we're looking for the houses, uh-huh. I planned for the worst case scenario. Uh-huh. And he's like, he's always like, but why? He's like, you're just, and he he would, he told me he was like, you are. Um, I can't enjoy. You you won't allow us to enjoy the process. <laughs> yeah. Because you're always so stressed out over yeah. this. You're always thinking about, well, what if this happens? What if it doesn't work out? Mm-hmm. You know? And I'm just like... So when you style I was like, uh... Keep going. <laughs> yeah.
2: And my, my husband's the same way. Like, my husband, he's he thinks the opposite Like, what was the other phrase? What if it... What if it works out? out. Yeah. yeah, and he's always like that. He always thinks, but what if it works out? Uh-huh. And I'm always like, but what if it yeah, doesn't? Right? Like,
0: oh my <laughs> gosh, same man. Yeah. See, yeah, that's what my husband is too. He he thinks about it like, okay, well, let's not think about it negatively. Mm-hmm. Let's go into this positively, okay? And I remember he would tell me, he'd be like, okay, look, God's opened up all these doors, mm-hmm. you know, let's just walk in faith. Yeah. And, I'm like, and I'm and I was home. I was like, I, yeah, I get it. We can <laughs> walk in faith. I'm walking in faith, but I'm also being rational, right? And so see, my <laughs> thing
2: is then, then I'm like, okay, I just, I, which isn't bad. Like, I need. I need moment to, like, pray about it. Uh-huh. Right, right, See if this right, is God is leading me. But, you know, I have had conversations, not just my husband's, but, you know, like, with um, really good friends where it's like, but maybe God has been... Maybe this was him showing you, like, okay, it's right. time for mm-hmm. you to move. Yeah. And yet you don't want to move right. because you're like, I'm still praying about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. So when do you stop praying? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. When do you start stepping into... So my question for you, though, Sally, yes. is even just saying... I know that maybe I should think that way mm-hmm. but that gives me a bit of anxiety. Anxiety, yes. yeah. How can I work through that or I don't know, like How can, how can I be okay with thinking like, but you're asking too much of me now because (laughs) what's so wrong with me saying, what if it doesn't work out? Like I like Mm -hmm. seeing all the negatives laid out. Uh, That's true. Because if
0: it does work out, Mm -hmm. you're happy. Yeah. Yeah. you stressed out for a bit. Yeah. But I thought of all the negatives. Yeah. Right. (laughs) I've covered all my bases. That's exactly how I feel. Mm -hmm. I've covered all my bases. And now when it works out, I'm like, great. See, but I was prepared for the bad. Yes. Right.
1: I think it's a great question and I love that you guys are challenging me to even think of it. As, you know now, <laughs> I think it's there's a fine line mm-hmm. of balance where you ha- you're realistic in the sense of like, okay, is this within my means to do? Okay. okay. I think this is specific to something that say maybe you know you're really good at mm-hmm. or that you could have success in, but when you say to yourself what if it doesn't work? Knowing that you're qualified to do this job mm-hmm. or to do this task or, or to do this thing. to move
2: into that. Right? Home.
1: To mm-hmm. move in this position. Like, you're qualified. You can do it. There are things set in place that, you know, realistically, you'd be able to achieve that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But when you say to yourself, what if it doesn't work? How does that help you? Yeah. To move forward. To take those mm-hmm. big steps of faith.
2: That's true. Because I, I can only use, like, Evie's because it's the most recent example. Mm-hmm. But they had... She, knowing evie she had already calculated can we make a more this mortgage every month they right. already had a budget so i think that's why you know her husband was saying right you know well why can't we just think what if it does work we've already hit mm-hmm. yeah all of the- you already know we're capable of doing right. this you know and so as you say that it's hitting light bulb with me yeah. because now i'm using it in my other situations it's like it's true i already know okay we can walk into this but then why continue on mm-hmm. digging that Cause, hole? Because what yeah. you're yeah, trying what to case. do is
1: you're really trying to find a reason why you shouldn't take yeah. that yeah. step. No,
2: you're, you're like, right. no, 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 let me, yeah. let me,
1: what other barrier could I put up so I don't have to do this and I don't have to step out of my comfort zone? Okay. I can right. stay in what is comfortable. Yeah. yeah. I think a lot of us are smart, are smart enough to know, like, right now that is not feasible. Mm-hmm. Um... But this is different. And, and, I, and I equate it to like, even when we were thinking about starting the podcast, remember? Mm, yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. was all up in my own insecurities and my own anxiety too. I mean, mm-hmm. I do this too. And I constantly have to be, have to be checking myself like, wait, is this something that realistically I can't do? Or is it just something that's taking me so far out of my comfort zone? That I'm not willing to go that, and so I'm resisting the process by saying, "Oh no, but what if it doesn't work? Mm. What if this? What if that? Mm-hmm. What if no okay. one likes me? What if they don't think I'm funny? What if we can't make this work? What you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so that's kind of hindering. And look at how much, how much fun we've had doing this. Yeah. You know, like what kind of doors have opened up for us, and mm-hmm. it's been a huge blessing. But it was something that in, in the instant when you guys brought it up to me, I was like, "Uh, no." I can't do that.
2: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) And
1: I had a number of, you know, excuses why it wasn't going to work out. But I hadn't thought to think, well, what if it does? Mm -hmm. What if it does work out? And maybe the inkling came. And the thing is, sometimes it happens like this, where the thought does come, okay, what if it does work out? But then whatever our default is in thinking, will kick in and try to supersede that and cover that. Yeah, that's true. And Mm -hmm. so it's really up to us, which kind of, you know, you light side, dark side, like, you know, (laughs) Jedi or not, like, I mean, what side are you going to be? you know, growing. Uh Are we going to choose to grow the side that's constantly telling us, no, you can't do this Mm -hmm. and kind of feeding that negativity into our lives. Or are we going to choose the side that says, you know what? Yeah, this is tough. It's not going to be easy, Mm -hmm. but you've done tougher things before. That's true. You know, um, you had a situation similar to
0: this and you did well, you Mm -hmm. know, those kinds of things. So for me, that really resonated. Yeah. So basically sticking to the, what if it doesn't work out mentality? just kind of keeps you stagnant. Yes. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, I think we think we're doing what's best for us because we're trying to be, we say, like, will, oh, I'm protecting myself. Yeah, so I've always thought I'm just being really rational too, and real yeah. cautious and making a smart decision. Yeah, me and too. And clearly, it's just. I'm not realizing that it's probably. <laughs> I'm sabotaging yeah. myself. But yeah. it, it's really in the way that you view that, right? Because, mm-hmm.
1: I mean, look at people who have failed, you know, Albert Einstein in mm-hmm. the past, you know, who have failed. Major times, but they never saw it as a failure. They chose to view it as that was a learning opportunity. Now yeah. I know what went wrong in that case. I'll try something different That's next true. time.
2: And it's, I'm just like, I
1: can't do it. It's all—it's horrible. So right, Sadie, I failed. Because,
2: um, uh, like a weekend ago, I was um, uh, talking to this couple, right? And um, they both had had their business before. They had tried out some business that mm-hmm, didn't mm-hmm. go so well or whatever. And their mentality of it was not as a failure, but it was. It was. And they're like super successful now, yeah. you know, and they've tried different things and they, they kind of have like that entrepreneurial spirit that my husband, you know, yeah. has. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so my fear was like, well, what if we fail? What if, you know, yeah. this mm-hmm. and that. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, she was just telling me like, yeah, but you know, it, this didn't work and we learned from it and we just got better and better and better. Mm. And my husband views things like that they're like, I, I learned now what not ever to do, or I learn, you know, what I don't like about a certain business. Yes. And then yes. I yes. pivot. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah. So as you're talking, it just makes so much sense True. some people choose to see like, no, I see this now as opportunity for me to learn Mm -hmm. from what I'm not going to want to do anymore. Right. Because one. Yeah,
0: I'm sorry. Because one thing that I found with myself is I don't try to put myself in a situation where I don't know what's a guaranteed win. Mm, Yeah. Mm. So I don't if I don't know for 100 percent without a doubt that, okay, there's no negatives to it. Yeah. I, I won't venture in that direction. Which I think is also isn't good because what if there's all these opportunities that I've missed out on because yeah. I was too scared that, yeah. okay, it wasn't, it didn't, maybe the numbers didn't look, or maybe, you know, after I rationalized everything, mm-hmm. I was still too scared and just like, was like, forget it.
2: Yeah. And then one of the other ones that I really like too was swap butt with and mm-hmm. you know? So when you're saying something like, like for instance, me, how I've talked about this, <laughs> right? And I've been open about this. I love being with my daughter at home, but... I also miss going to work. Okay. So instead swapping it with Anne, I love being with my daughter at home and Anne. I also yeah. miss working.
1: And what's so cool about that is it validates both experiences for you. It doesn't make, cause if you say, but it almost negates that mm-hmm. you do care about your daughter yes. and you love spending yeah. time with her. It's like, I love it, but the but negates it. Uh-huh. Right. When you say, I love spending time with my daughter and I miss work, both experiences are very valid and they're acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's okay that you love spending time with her. And, hey, guess what? I also miss working.
0: Right. Uh-huh. Instead of the way you say with the but, it's like, okay, you love her, but because of her, you can't be
1: Yeah, yes. well, Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> Which then creates, you know, unconscious.
1: Um, resentment, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, you didn't even mean it that way. It wasn't intended that way, that's but that's the
2: Which way I don't feel. That's the girl. way it makes you feel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like
0: I heard what you said. I don't feel like that. No, you know? that's a
2: huge. And one. I, I think it's also important as, you know, as, um, you know, if you do have children, because as they get older, I mean, I just growing up, I think I know our parents didn't speak English or anything, but if I were to hear a statement like that, Oh yeah. Like what if I were mm-hmm. to say that? Like, I love being home with you kids, but I, mommy misses work too. Right. Mm-hmm. How are they yes. going to take that? Like, Oh wow. Yeah. Did we ruin mommy's life? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, I don't want them to never feel that way. Cause that's not what I mean. It's right. Like, this chore for her. She had yes. to stay home with yes, us. Exactly. Mm. So I, I love where it's like, no, say and because you're right. So I never thought of it that way. It does kind of make it then the first statement is lesser than, or, or the first statement is what negatively negatively impacted yes. the yes. second yes yes you know and it's not the way i feel it's mm-hmm. just i miss i do miss work and, and- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she wanted to say the but but yeah. I'm telling you it's hard yeah. because right.
1: the thing is it becomes There's a conditions. habit for us yes It becomes a habit for us. Like, that's the vocabulary I use every day. And you said something very key, Maeve. It's very important about how, you know, our kids hear this stuff. It's Mm -hmm. true. And get this. Then our internal dialogue becomes their internal dialogue. And that's what they learn to identify themselves as and view the world through. Right. And so it's very important that we're intentional about catching these things. And it happens. Some days we're going to be better at catching it than others. The point of this whole thing here today Mm -hmm. is that we can start being mindful of when we're doing it so we can stop it in well, our mind you know like and, i'm not gonna yeah. go there and
0: one thing that i find interesting we were talking about this while we took a little lunch break mm-hmm, yeah um with the kids was i was kind of just mentioning to you guys about another like, progress how work i'm planning you mm-hmm. know um because our kids are gonna uh, my son and my my daughter is mm-hmm. coming soon they're gonna share a room yeah and so i was talking about how you know i don't want him to feel like um like you know he's like, they're being taken away from him for right. talking about his right. bed and, yeah. you know, having to find a, a crib for the baby mm-hmm. and, like, yeah. the toys and all that stuff. And then you guys pointed something out <laughs> to me. And it's like, well, the way that I'm thinking, you know, those the way that I feel about the situation may not even be true. He doesn't even realize right. it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to project those onto mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And now he's not starting to well, oh, sister came along. And she took everything from yeah. me. I took my position. Uh-huh. She took parents' love, everything yeah. I'm like, No, I never thought of it. like I'm always here trying to I honestly was thinking, Okay, <laughs> I am trying to, you know, think of his feelings and think of her feelings mm-hmm. and you know, everyone has their spot. But I didn't realize that I could be later on causing harm to them. Yeah. And it's on the way you think in the words that you That's that you true. say.
2: That's true. Um, the last one that he ended with is Probably one of the most important ones, yes, you know. Yes, I like that one. Um, or oh, actually, no, it's not even the last one. He he also says, you know, don't just say I hope, but make a strategy, mm-hmm. which I think is really important, right? We can get stuck in the hoping, like I mm-hmm. I, I hope, you know, to do this one mm-hmm. day, but make a strategy. How yeah. do you want to get there? Be proactive
1: mm-hmm. about it, because sometimes we we have wishful thinking and mm-hmm. we hope for these things to happen, yeah. but we're never actually doing anything outside of that there. to make sure that it happens. exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that's why it's important to do something about it. If it means that much to you, Take a step, do something yeah. towards it.
0: So don't just hope for an A on your test, study. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, the most basic yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> so the last one I think is the most important one, which is secretly wish for someone to be happy Mm -hmm. right um i I love that he's like this one's cheesy i'll admit but trust me it's effective whether i'm at work on the street in line for bagels or wherever i privately wish for someone there to be happy Mm -hmm. compassion is considered the happiest mental state so it makes sense that when you wish for another person to have a great day or to be successful at work it instantly shifts your mood Mm -hmm. you know And, and i think that's so true like um when you do really feel genuinely happy for somebody it does make you feel so mm-hmm. good um for with, whether it's their accomplishment or whatever it may be you know so practicing that mm-hmm. practicing oh yeah being you know mindful of of living in that compassionate loving state mm-hmm. right you know so I, I love it i've loved this whole discussion like i feel like i have <laughs> i have work to do mm-hmm. but it's good work yeah. You know? they have tools good stuff to do. yeah i have opportunities
0: that's right? right, we don't right. want it to be. Work. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I have
2: opportunities to change the way that I think, mm-hmm. and we'll be better. And for And it. it's so
0: interesting to think how powerful our state of mind is mm-hmm. when it comes to the way that we see things and the way we behave towards things. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, mm-hmm. so it's true. true. I
1: mean, I, I'm just always so in awe of how how much impact our thoughts can have on our body. To the point where studies have shown, doctors have even mm-hmm. you know done research on this how. Our state of thinking, which impacts our feelings, mm-hmm. can also, if if it's not something that you can um, expel in a healthy way, starts to affect you physically. So you start to see physical symptoms like stomach pains, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. um, headaches. A lot of the times when you're stressed, mm-hmm. yeah. when you're angry, headaches. When you're when you're anxious, when you're nervous, stomach pains. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're overwhelmed a lot of people will complain about like um feeling really tight in their shoulders and their back yeah all of that physical symptoms from all of these thoughts and feelings Mm -hmm. that are that are kind of you know affecting one another Mm. so we just need to
0: learn how to how to um navigate through these situations and see them in the proper light yes that's Mm. so true Mm
2: -hmm. speaking those truths into mm-hmm. our lives, yeah. you know? I love it. Thanks, Sally. You're welcome. Yeah, your it was insight. fun. Yeah, I, I noticed, like, for, like, a long stretch there, Evelyn and the quietest we've ever been. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, was, I was soaking it all I in. Know. I know.
2: I love when you, like, get to share all this stuff that, you know, you've worked so hard to, and so knowledgeable about it's, God has given you such a gifting. it's thank awesome you. Yeah. Yeah. So thank thanks you thanks for sharing with us again. yay
1: thanks for letting
2: me <laughs> <laughs> uh, Familia thank you for joining us um, again on this episode uh, we can't wait to interact with you on our Instagram Facebook Twitter remember you can catch us on alittlemaspodcast.com where um, you can find all of our episodes as well as all of our um, lifestyle posts that we've been posting up oh yeah so um, we can't wait um, as always to just interact with you like we always do uh, for now this is Mabel Evelyn and Celeste. And you have been listening to A, A Little, Little Más. Adiós.